Hey, LaGrange has official merch. We're selling a cool coffee mug and a hot tea. And we're even selling a fundraising tea to support the LaGrange Food Bank. Check it out at heylagrange.bigcartel.com. That's heylagrange.bigcartel.com. And get you some today. Use code PODCAST for 10% off at checkout. Hey, LaGrange. I'm Earl Gordon Barnett, and you're listening to one of the only podcasts about LaGrange, Georgia. Thank you for joining me. This week's guest is Holly Roberts, coach for Circles of Troop County. Holly was such an inspirational guest. She lights a fire under me and reinvigorates me for service in my community. Her servant heart is contagious. Holly shares her story, how she left the local school system, and how she joined Circles. From there, she discusses all that she loves about LaGrange. This was an inspirational interview, and I hope you enjoy it. Okay, I'm here with Holly Roberts, the coach at Circles of Troop County. How are you doing today? I'm great, Earl. How are you? <laughs> I'm doing wonderful. Um, well, you're here on a Tuesday night. Uh, yeah, so my family is fed. My wife is home, and she's get, taking care of the babies for tonight. So kind of you're getting out you're getting out of work so nice yeah (laughs) good stuff all right so we covered your formal title so what does circles do here in LaGrange so first of all thanks for inviting me to do this it's super fun um I work with circles of troop county and circles is a nonprofit, and we work with families who are transitioning out of poverty um troop county has um quite a high poverty rate and we help families navigate that situation. We found that um, it really takes, it takes an average person about five to seven years to transition from living below the poverty line um, to thriving in their community. And we know that all communities thrive more when more people are thriving. So uh, we have circles as a nationwide program. We're in 32 states, and uh, we've been in LaGrange for almost eight years now, seven or eight years, and uh, we have a goal of just helping families transition out of poverty. Super fun and very successful program, and it's really one of the great joys of my life to work with Circles. Well, that's fascinating. Um... I don't think I realized that Circles was a nationwide organization. Yes, I think they're about to be, hopefully once COVID is over, I think they're planning to branch out into Canada as well. They've, they've got some chapters that are starting to form there too. When you say impoverished people, um, well, you didn't say impoverished people. I said impoverished people, but. That's okay. Um, There's a federal poverty guideline that's um, for a family of four is about $26,000. And we have, um, we have about 30% of our children live at or below the poverty line in Troop County. And the cost of living in Troop County is about $45,000. So you've got a huge gap of people who are really just not quite making it. I mean, not even 
it's not even paycheck to paycheck. It's paycheck to not quite paycheck. And so our goal is to help those families get a job, get a better job, keep jobs for a longer time, um, make budgets, set goals. We love to set goals. It's one of my favorite um, things to teach. And so we have found that when people stick with us for, for at least two or three years, they see a huge um, percentage, increased percentage in their income. It's just amazing. What feels so good about setting goals is that, that, little, bit, that little shot of serotonin when you hit it. Oh, it's huge. It's huge. And um, yeah, that's one of my favorite things to do is help people kind of vision out what they want their life to look like and make those goals and set them. It's just fantastic. Would you say this is what you're most known for in your own Grange? Probably. I thought about this for a while. I think the two things I'm most known for in LaGrange is working with circles and being a knitter. A knitter. A knitter. Yes. I've been knitting for probably, well, I know exactly 21 years um, because I started knitting when we were expecting our first son and he's 21. So um, I knit things all the time and I post pictures of knitting and people send me things to pictures of things to make for them. And, uh, yeah, I love it. Avid knitter. <laughs> well, that's a fun little quirk. <laughs> that is. Okay. So not the knitting, cause we covered how long you've been doing that in LaGrange. Correct. Well, well, no, you've not done that just in LaGrange. You've done that everywhere you've lived because right. you've, you've not been, you've been in LaGrange for, cause you're married to the chaplain at LaGrange college, Adam Roberts. Correct. And he's been doing that for about eight years. Correct. We, we've been in LaGrange for six and a half years. Ah, six and a half. I was close. Mm-hmm. You're close. Yeah. Um, yeah. So and I've been with circles for five and a half. Awesome. That's what I was getting at. All oh, right. sorry. <laughs> no, you're good. <laughs> All right. So what led you to circles? What led you to this passion project? So when we moved to LaGrange, I was actually um, a speech therapist in the school system. And I had been doing that for a little while. And I was in the middle of teaching a book study at our church. And the book was about how to step out of your comfort zone and do something different and find something new that you're passionate about. And I had a conversation with someone in the um, class privately about that. And I said, you know, I think I may want to do something else. I've been doing speech therapy for a while. I may want to do something else. And my husband had been a minister for years and years and years. And I had a huge role in our churches um, doing ministry things with him. And I missed that. And I wanted to do something with adults. I wanted to work with people and, and do things. And so um, that week I had three people ask me if I had met Sherry Brown. And I said, no, but you're the third person this week that has asked me if I've met her. I'm just going to call her. And so I did. I got her number. I called her. Um, Sherry Brown's the director with Circles of Troop. And so she said, I was going to call you. I had three people this week ask me (laughs) if I've met you, and I have not. They were three different people. 
was a total of six people. <laughs> so three for me and three for her. So we set up a coffee date. Well, it was tea date because she doesn't drink coffee. We had a coffee slash tea date at Starbucks and we talked for three hours. And when she sat down across from me, she also brought knitting. We sat <laughs> and knit for three hours and found out uh, we were both vegan and well, she's a vegetarian, but we, you know, neither gotcha. of us ate meat and uh, we had so many things in common. And she said, she told me what she did. And I said, I would love to be involved with this. And she said, well, I'm looking for a coach. And I said, well, let's go. And so I made the switch and it's been fantastic. Well, that's a wonderful story. Awesome. Can you walk me through the process? Let's say somebody comes to you. Um, Would you you say the average person that comes to you is male or female? Uh, We are primarily single moms. Okay. Um, But we have had married couples. We've had men. Men really do great in our program because they don't always have the same childcare constraints as women. Mm. Um, And that just, that's just how it Mm -hmm. seems to roll. Um, But we've had married couples, we've had um, retirees. um, But I would say the main percentage of our base is single moms. Okay. So I would have someone call me and say, hey, I heard about circles or they might find us on her Facebook page or someone might refer them. Um, And we would talk about you know, what do you want to do? Like, what do you want your life to do? Because everybody's journey is different. If Sherry and I often say, if we could write a book, 10 steps to get you out of poverty, we could make a ton of money and we could solve all the problems. But that's really not how it works. It's, it's a, it's a multifaceted issue. And so everybody comes to us at a different point in their journey. And all we do, I don't, we don't give any money. We don't tell people what to do. Um, we just talk with them and help them decide what they want to do. And that works so much better. A lot of, you know, a lot of times people try to, there are like pre-scripted ideas of what people should do. And that doesn't always work. Um, I know that I buck against things like that. I'm a little rebellious um, (laughs) and I don't do well with that. So um, we have an online application. We talk to um, the person who's interested or the family who's interested and find out exactly what it is what they're thinking about. And then we have weekly meetings every Thursday night. We're currently on Zoom. Um, but twice a year, we teach a 12-week class. So I teach the classes as the coach. And we cover budgeting, how to get a job, how to keep a job, um, how to have healthy relationships at work, at home. Um, we talk about how to set goals. We find out if people need to go to school. And then we have a lot of what we call social capital. And that means um, I don't have money and I don't have jobs for people, but I know people who are hiring. And so if someone comes to me and they say, I really need a job, usually I've had a boss call me and say, I need to hire five people in the next two weeks. And I connect those two people. And then all of a sudden I have a happy employer and I have happy employees and it's just a great relationship that way with people. 
And so that's one thing that Circles does really well, social capital. So if I say, hey, you need to hire Earl, he is awesome. That carries a lot of weight for that employer and saves them a lot of time. And so I don't get people jobs, but I get people connected. And it's really one of my favorite things to do. So if you know anybody that's hiring or you know anybody that needs a job, send them my way. Okay. <laughs> what do you think is your unique skill that's helped you become successful in this career or vocation or whatever you want to call it? Passion you know, project, I, really. Passion yeah, project. Yeah, my passion all. project. Yeah. I think it's because I do, let's see, I don't know. I'm very, I always tell the truth number one, which is a blessing and a curse. Um, and so I will say things to people that most people are very uncomfortable saying to people. So if someone asks me, you know, what, what is, what am I doing wrong? I usually will say what, <laughs> whatever it is. I just, I don't mind telling people the truth. And uh -huh. so I'm, I'm able to do that in every situation. And um, Sherry often says to me, you can say things to people that I would never be able to <laughs> say to people. <laughs> and I said, well, I don't know. I've just always been able to do that um, since I was a kid. I also can see problems from all sides. And I can sit for a while and think about the problem. I'm pretty logical and I can usually find a solution. And so um, I, you know, I think it's just being able to meet people where they are, tell the truth. And uh, I just really love people. I'm fascinated by people. And I love, you know, just meeting new people and finding out more about them, finding out their story. Um, I've learned, I've just learned so much from people and I enjoy that. And I think people get that from me. They understand that I really am genuinely interested in whatever it is that they're interested in and what they're doing. Mm -hmm. And along those lines, um, what do you think motivates you? I don't know. I've always been super motivated. I've always set goals for myself. I've always been, you know, a go-getter. Um, I've, and I've just always um, enjoyed a challenge. If someone tells me there's something I can't do, you can be certain I will do it. Um, and so, I don't know. I've just always been intrinsically motivated. Okay. You brought up goals. Let's chase that thread for a little bit. Um, what is it about goals that you find so motivating? I love setting a target and hitting it it is it's it's just like candy to me I just I really enjoy it and as much as I love setting and reaching goals for myself to see somebody else set a goal and to be able to cheer for them is just great every week at circles we have something we call it new and goods and this is again, at the National Circles USA level. Um, you sit in a circle, you tell everybody your first name, and you tell them one thing from your week that is new and good. And so it, you know, it sets the tone for the meeting. It's a really great way to start any meeting. 
Um, it's a great way to start dinner with your kids every night. You know, it's just a great conversation starter. But when I, when someone tells me their new and good is they lost five pounds or they got a raise at work or they got a new job or they got a new car or they bought a new house or they had that hard conversation with their family member. I get so excited for them and just love that. I just love it. And um, you can see everybody around the room start to smile. And I think, I think when we have kids, I think we do a really good job of saying, hey, buddy, good job. Here's your sticker. Here, high five. And we don't do that for adults a lot of times. And so I think people hold back from saying good things about themselves. And so I think when we celebrate wins for people, it changes the energy. And I love that energy. So I'll do all I can to celebrate goals met around me all the time. Yes, because of a scarcity mentality. Um, folks right. are holding on to the, they're afraid. It looks like they're afraid if they give too much of anything that people right. are going to take what they have and not give back. And that is just so not the way this world works. Yes. So what would you say has been the happiest day at Circle so far? Ooh, that's hard. Because, again, every day is like, yay, I'm so excited for you. Um, so after we do a 12-week class, we have a graduation ceremony. We invite the community to come, and you can have family members come, and we have invitations, and we have cake, and it's amazing. And to see, I have had several people who um, get up and give a speech at their graduation ceremony, and it almost makes my heart burst with pride. I'm so happy on those days. Uh, we recently had a circle leader who just bought a house. I mean, bought her own house and is thriving and I'm so excited every time I hear her you know see her post a picture of her floors that she redid or um, you know her Christmas trees she put Christmas trees up all in her house and I just I love that um, occasionally Circles gets a big donation and we get to go stand somewhere and take a picture with the big check I love mm -hmm. big check days those are my <laughs> favorite um so really and truly, every every time that I'm with people from Circles, it's really my best day. Fair enough. Last question. Uh, where do you see the program in four years from now? Well, I see us thriving. Um, there's, there's such a need for... Um, education on both sides of the issue of poverty. It's a, it's a na nationwide program. I mean, a nationwide problem that we need to address. And there are um, so many obstacles and barriers that can keep people in a system of poverty. And we would love to, I mean, honestly, I would love for there not to be a need for circles. It would be great. Um, but there are some systemic issues that we help address. And so I think in four years, we're going to be all over town and uh, just doing 
doing the work and having fun and in the circle and cheering each other on. Okay, we're going to go to a break right now. Stay tuned. And we're back. LaGrange questions. So what first brought you to LaGrange? Was it as simple as moving with your husband? It was as simple as moving with my husband. Okay. Yeah. So can you go into a little bit of what your husband does, who he is? Yes. My husband, Adam Roberts, is the chaplain and director of spiritual life at LaGrange College. And we moved here from Douglasville, Georgia, six and a half years ago. Uh, And we love LaGrange College. It is such a great place. Our oldest son, Will, is going there right now. He's a junior. And I think we have one more Panther in the pipeline for sure. And maybe a third. (laughs) I don't think I realized that you guys had three children. I thought it was just the two. No, we have three boys. We have Will, who's 21. We have Sam, who is um, 17. He's a senior at LaGrange High School. And Jack is 14, and he's an eighth grader at Gardner-Newman. Yeah. So I knew about... Okay. All right. So... Since you're still fresh to town, what do you wish you'd known when you moved here? Um, well, you're semi-fresh to town. Semi-fresh, yeah. I, um, I think the only thing I wish I had known, I felt like this was the case, uh, but I wish, I honestly wish my kids could have known how much we would love it and how quickly we would be able to just jump right in to LaGrange. You know, when you have to move your kids, um, you always, you know, it's always um, makes you nervous as a parent. And I had moved a good bit when I was a kid. um, And so I wish that we all could have known how much we would love it. Okay. Fair enough. See, I'm... Okay. Um, that's my kids thumping around in the house. My well, five-year-old son, Alistair. I expect at some point we'll hear my dogs because usually they're barking by now because people walk by our house every <laughs> night and the dogs bark. See, he's done with his shower. And... <laughs> It's now to the part of the evening where he likes to go up and down the stairs repeatedly. Right. And I'm in the basement, which is right underneath the stairs. Right. So anyway, so we've never actually moved. Like we had him when I was, we had him, actually, my wife was pregnant when I had brain surgery. Right. I remember that was that right after we moved here. Correct. Because we were in Sunday school class with the Roberts, the other Roberts. Yes, yes, yes. The other Roberts. And you were actually, we were looking for a speech uh, I remember. therapist. And you were, you were recommended to me. Yeah, I remember. We actually only opted to go with someone else because the physical therapist was in the same building and we could team up, we could bang out the sessions at the same time. Right. Well, and I was in the school system and didn't see adults. Oh, that's why. Okay. Mm-hmm. My wife yeah. my wife actually handled all of that coordination. Right. I couldn't talk. You couldn't I couldn't do talk it. at the yeah. time. Right. Okay. Um, neat little facts. All right. 
What say is your favorite story about living in LaGrange so far? Ooh. I don't know. We have a lot of them. Um, I remember the day that my son, Jack, got to ride in the Corvette, you know, Miss Virginia that lives on Broad Street. She has a Corvette and she heard that Jack wanted to ride in one and she let him ride it. <laughs> it was fantastic. Um, I, gosh, I don't know. I, there are so many fun things about living here. Um, you know, we were there the day at LaGrange College when the baseball team moved on to the championship and won the ring and all this wonderful stuff and everybody's piling out on the field. That was a great day. Um, our oldest son is the, his graduation day at high school. Fantastic. Um, Rockweave. Oh my Lord. Rockweave was amazing in LaGrange, October, 2019. Um, well, you did some of the, you did some of the weaving around I Columbus. Did. Uh, I, I about that town for the, that, didn't you? I did. I was one of the directors for all the art, knitting art that was around town for Rockweave. It was such a fun, fun project, such a visionary idea um, and super fun. So there have been many fantastic events in LaGrange that we've enjoyed in our time here. Do you care to venture into your most trying time while living in LaGrange? Yeah, I, I really thought about this a lot. And I, I'm someone who doesn't really dwell on anything negative for a long time because I always feel like we've moved on to the other side of it. And That's so fair. I really and truly, I thought about this for a week. Like, what's the, what's my most trying time in LaGrange? I really can't think of one because even if I did have some rough days, we've moved forward and everything is rosy now. So fair enough. Yeah. I wish I could have that perspective. <laughs> All right. So what's your favorite spot or locale in LaGrange? Ooh. Um, it doesn't have to be necessarily a business or place. It can be, well, it, can be, it has to be a place, but it doesn't have to necessarily be a business. Hmm. I really love 505 Eats. It's really oh. one of my favorite spots in LaGrange. Um, I love, I love it. And I love um, Taqueria Estrella Roja. Uh-huh. Red Star Tacos. I yep. love that place. Um, I really like the square. I like, we live downtown and I love being able to walk. Um, and, and the thread. Oh my. I walk on the thread every single day. I think it's the greatest, one of the greatest amenities in LaGrange. Um, so, uh, yeah. Five of five Red Star Tacos downtown and the thread. If you need a just one, that. I'm not going to do that. <laughs> I'm going to give you at least five. I don't know. Well, yeah, if I remember right, your husband actually recommended Taqueria Estrella Roja to me before in his interview, and I went and checked it out. It's and so good. It all blew my mind. It's the best. 
Mr. Beth. I, he suggested the, oh goodness, the mushroom taco. Mushroom and, and zucchini. The, mm-hmm. Mushroom and zucchini and the something with pineapple. Oh, it's the mango. Mango. That's right. Mm-hmm. I've tried the mango. No, I've not had mushroom and zucchini. I can't bring myself to, I just, I hate mushrooms, so. I thought I did too, until I was about, uh, I was probably 40, and then I decided I was going to eat them, and now I can't, I eat them every day. All right, well, I'm 38, so I've still got two more years. You're close, you're close. All right, so what is your go-to order at your favorite restaurant or bar in LaGrange? Now, this is going to be different because you're uh, vegan, or vegan-ish. Oh, I'm vegan all the way. Um, so at five of five, I like to get the veggie burger with sauce on the side and I order it so frequently that Joyce, I'll call and order it. And Joyce already knows to put the sauce on the side for me. Um, (laughs) and then at Red Star Taco, I get the uh, mushroom and zucchini tacos with a side, with a Topo Chico with lime. So you don't really, you didn't just love tacos. You're really committed oh right. i'm all in fair enough what would you say is your favorite thing about living in or around greater lagrange i love the community feel and i love being able to walk everywhere that i want to go um, i love being so close to the college and all the amenities there i love all the sports and um hanging out with the college students and it's just such a nice place to be. Last question in this section. What is the hidden gem in LaGrange that no one else knows about? Oh, I don't know. I think I'm always the last one to know about this. I just <laughs> found out, I've lived here six and a half years, and I just found out that there's like a satellite post office in the Piggly Wiggly on, on Roanoke Road. How did I not know that? I don't know these things. Um, we don't feel bad. I've lived here for 10 and I just found that out. Oh, okay, good, good. That makes me feel better. Um, we've just recently started and I know everybody else knows about these started going to some of the, um, walking trails out by the lake. And, um, I, I always liked the lake and I enjoy lake, but I'm just, I don't live out by the lake. So I don't know all the all the hidden gems out that way. So I have some friends who've been helping clue me in. Um, And so being able to walk and see the water and the nature, it's been great. So I figure that most of your listeners probably know about that and they probably need to clue me in on some things I'm missing. Um, But I would say that that's what we're, that's what I'm navigating right now is all the, all the hiking trails. Random questions for fun. Holly, what are you most excited about right now? I am most excited about getting back to normal. I'm looking forward to, I've never been much of a hugger, but I'm going to hug some people. (laughs) And I'm looking forward to getting back to being in the room with people. I'm so grateful for zoom and all the things we've learned this last year i feel like it has been just an amazing opportunity for learning and growth that's just so important we actually talk about that at circles we call it an o flag it's an opportunity for learning and growth 
and we have learned so much this year, but I'm really, really looking forward to just being back in the room with people and going to concerts. I miss, I miss that and traveling. I miss all of that so much. Holly, if you could be a superhero, what power would you possess? I don't know if this is actually a superpower, but I think it should be. I would love for people for other people to be able to see themselves the way that I see them. I would love for people to see all the good that I see in them and all of the awesomeness I see in them and all of the strength and power that they have. Um, And so if I could just sprinkle that out for other people, I think that would be a great superhero power. That sounds fabulous. I don't know what I don't know what my letters would say on the front of my costume. But... <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'll have to I, I'll I... have to work on that. All right. Um, favorite musical artist? I really like Dawes, and Dawes came to Lagrange. Well, they have a song that's called "All My Favorite Bands." all your favorite bands, I mean, excuse me. And so I got to stand at Sweetland with Dawes singing one of my all-time favorite songs with some of my all-time favorite people in my all-time favorite town. And it's one of the most surreal moments of my life. And someone snapped a picture of us, and it's one of my favorites. Um, But I really, really like that band. And I'm really terrible with remembering the names of songs and bands. And so I know Mm -hmm. a lot of songs, but I don't know what the titles are. I just don't remember that. It just falls off Mm -hmm. my brain. And so, but I do remember them. And I, I will, I hope to always have that memory. It's just such a, a beautiful thing for me. But somehow that didn't make it into your favorite stories about living in LaGrange. Well, it was part of rock week. Ah, okay. Fair enough. (laughs) So, Dawes, correct? Dawes. Mm-hmm. Look them up. I think you'll like them. Okay. I guess I'm too old. All right. <laughs> All right. Um, favorite food? Ooh. Uh, um, I really love veggie burgers. Um, I love tacos. I really, I love to cook. And so, it's usually whatever I'm cooking today is my new favorite food. Fair enough. And tater tots. Tater tots. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Do you have a specific brand of veggie burgers? Like, do you have a specific company you like? No, I like to make them. All right. How how does one make a veggie burger? Well, you take some, I usually take some sort of bean. My favorite, I like black eyed peas. So black eyed peas, put them in the food processor, a little mushroom, maybe some rice and then you just kind of season them up I like to saute them in a cast iron skillet and then bake them for a while and it dries them out they're delicious I'll make you some you'll see we may convert you wow <laughs> all right a homemade veggie burger right. yeah. huh I guess you learn something new every day every day I've I can honestly say I've never heard of people making their own veggie burgers, but I don't have many vegan friends. I just have one in Seattle, and that's pretty much it. And now two. 
Now or, two. No, no, no. You're oh, and three. Me, and, you got yeah. Adam too. Yeah. And I assume I can count your kids there too. Uh, so there you go. Yes. Yes. All right. Um, favorite beverage? Ooh, I like black coffee in the morning, and then I'll switch to water, and then a nice glass of red wine. That's really about uh, all I drink. Okay. Coffee, coffee, water, wine. Do you have a specific style of red wine? I like a good Malbec. Uh, and lastly, if you didn't do this job, what would you be doing? Oh, I would be a very famous vegan chef and food blogger. I love you have the confidence that you'd be famous. Oh, yeah. I love that you have that kind of confidence already. Oh, yeah. Well, why would you be a famous vegan? Why would you be famous and yada, yada, yada? Because I love it. I'm so passionate about it. And it's been such a great thing for me. And I think there's a misconception about vegan food. I think everybody thinks you just eat salad and it's super boring. (laughs) And it's not. Vegan food is delicious. And it's multifaceted. And it's from all over the world. And a huge portion of the world um, doesn't eat a lot of meat. And so I think it keeps us healthier and keeps us healthier, happier, and actually saves us a good bit of money. And I would, uh, I I love talking about it. I love feeding people. That's another thing I miss with uh, the times as they are today. I don't get to feed as many people as I used to. So um, we've had college students come to our house. I've taught some of them how to cook vegan food. And I, I love that. We had a group called Vegan Vibes. They came once a week. It was great. Uh-huh. And I miss those kids. So um, I just, I love, I love vegan food. So yeah, I think I would enjoy teaching even more people. Fair enough. Well, Holly, it's been a one, it's been wonderful talking to you. Is there anything I should have asked you but didn't get around to? Um, I can't think of a thing. Um, I think we covered it. Okay. Well, where can our listeners connect with you, Circles of Troop County, and anything else you'd like to plug? Yeah, we have a website, circlesoftroopcounty.org. We're also very active on Facebook. Just find us, Circles of Troop County. Um, I'm happy. I'll leave my number with you and my email, and people can call, text, anything they want to do. We're available 24-7 to you and uh, would love to help anybody that is ready to change their life and uh, if you if you need a cheerleader in your corner we're here for you and I would love to love to talk to you okay well thank you so much for speaking with me this evening and yeah have a great night thanks you too well that was the interview I hope you enjoyed listening If you like what you heard, show your support with a $4 donation on www.patreon.com forward slash Lagrange. Don't forget to follow on social media and leave us a comment and review on whatever podcast platform you listened on. If you enjoyed the podcast, please consider sharing it with someone else you think will enjoy it as well. Email me your thoughts on today's show at earlgbarnett at gmail.com. Subscribe and like wherever you get your podcasts. Leave a comment for bonus points. Follow at earlbarnett on Twitter at Earl G. Barnett on Instagram. Follow the podcast at Hey LaGrange on Twitter and Instagram. Thanks again for listening. Enjoy your week, and remember that creativity takes courage.